This message you are about to listen to was recorded live at the retained Christian Church of God, Fountain of Life Parish, December Farms Road, at Cable Stop, Agbara Lusada Road, Ogun State. Be blessed as you listen. Father, we thank you. King of glory, we bless your holy name. We give you all the glory, all the honor, the adoration. We thank you for another opportunity to learn at your feet. Fathers, we look at another topic concerning the subject of prayer today. Lord, I ask that you grant us access into mysteries in your word in the mighty name of Jesus. As a result of this teaching, Lord, please ignite your fire of revival in our lives in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' glorious name, we have prayed. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Good day, brethren. Uh, by this very special grace of God, today I want to bring us another topic on the subject of prayer, which I have titled, Behold. 
he prayed. Behold, he prayed. Open with me your Bibles to the book of Acts chapter 9. Acts 9, we are reading verse 10 to 12. And there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him said the Lord in a vision, Ananias, he said, Behold, I am here, Lord. And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the street, which is called street, and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For he prayed, for behold, he prayed, and had seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him, that he might receive his sight. May the Lord bless the reading and the hearing of his word in the name of Jesus. In the scripture we just read, God spoke to a particular disciple called Ananias in a vision. God, appeared, God, God, God spoke to him in a vision. God gave him the address of a particular man called Saul of Tarsus. God told him to go to the house where Saul of Tarsus was. God told him to visit Paul of Tarsus for the purpose of laying his hands on him so that he might receive his sight. God sent him on an assignment to Saul of Tarsus in his house because Saul of Tarsus was praying. God told Ananias why he was sending him to Saul was because for behold he prayed. Praise the Lord. From this passage we can understand that it is possible to be praying in one's house and God will decide to send another man as the answer to one's prayer. God said, for behold, he prayed, and he told someone, go to the house of Saul, he is praying, I have an assignment for you to do. I pray for somebody listening to me, even as you pray in your house in this season, God will continually send you helpers in the name of Jesus. But this is not where I want to really dwell. God gave a testimony about Saul to Ananias. He said, Behold, he prayed. And that's the topic we are considering this morning. The question we need to ask ourselves is, are we all praying? Are we all praying? If your answer is yes, I want to encourage you to pray more. We cannot over pray. We cannot pray too much. But we may not be praying enough. The Lord will strengthen us in the name of Jesus. Is it everyone praying that God can say, Behold, he prayeth about, like he said concerning Saul of Tarsus? Saul must really be praying for God to testify about him, saying, Behold, he prayeth. The question we need to ask ourselves is, Who is this Saul of Tarsus? What prayer was he praying that made God to say, Behold, he prayeth? And for that reason, he had to send someone to go and deliver the answer to his prayer. Saul of Tarsus was a new combat. As at that time, he was an hardened enemy of Christians and the gospel. He had just encountered Jesus three days before that time. 
on the road to Damascus. He was going on his assignment as usual to persecute Christians. And Jesus encountered him. A great light shone on him. And he fell to the ground. And he surrendered to Jesus. Let's read the account of his salvation experience in Acts 9 from verse 3 to 9. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus. And suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven. And he fell to the heart, and had a voice saying unto him, So, so, why persecuted thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecuted. It is hard for thee to kick against the priest. And he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? And he said unto him, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. And the men which journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but saying no man. And Saul arose from the head, and when his eyes were opened, he saw no man. But they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. And he was there three days without sight, and neither did eat nor drink. Saul's salvation experience is quite unique. That particular experience drove him to the place of prayer, such that he tarried in God's presence for three days immediately after his encounter with Jesus. I want to say this, that every genuine salvation experience makes a man a seeker of God. Whoever claims to be born again and such a person hates prayer we can question the salvation of that person every genuine salvation experience must make us a seeker of god this man has not done water baptism he has not attended believers class he has not done workers in training he has not attended school of disciples he has not attended bible college Yet, he prayed and even recognized that somebody prayed. I pray for somebody listening to me. As from today, when you pray, even will recognize you that you are praying in the name of Jesus. Your prayer will gain divine attention in the name of Jesus. But the question we need to ask ourselves is, how come we Christians who have been saved for years, who have passed through, different discipleship classes who have done Bible college how come we are not praying we have had many sermons about why we need to we, we need to pray how come we are not praying here was a new convert three days in the Lord who was praying many believe that the reason why Saul prayed the way he prayed was because of the kind of encounter he had with Jesus if if this indeed is the reason why he prayed to the level that everyone acting to his voice in prayer, I pray for everyone listening to me, may we have that kind of encounter in the mighty name of Jesus. If it was because he had that encounter with Jesus that made him to pray to God without resting for three days, may we all have that encounter in the name of Jesus. His encounter was Jesus, with Jesus was such an encounter that compelled him to change. 
by that encounter, three changes happened in his life. His master changed. He was not, Jesus was not the master of his life. Jesus appeared to him. He, 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 he surrendered to Jesus. His assignment changed. That's the next, the, 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 the second change that happened to him. His assignment changed. It's the assignment the devil has given him is to persecute Christians. The assignment the devil I, I, I had given him before time, before that time, was to be working against the advancement of the gospel. Praise the Lord. And the third change that happened to him was that his vision changed. Because of that encounter we read about, he lost his physical sight. By the time he opened his eyes, he couldn't see anybody. So he was led by the hand to Damascus. But by the time he will receive his physical sight back, his spiritual eyes also opened. Meaning that what he was seeing as what is good and what is right before, Jesus had to change it by changing his vision. I pray for anyone listening to me, your vision will change in the name of Jesus. So pray to the extent that his prayer began to command divine attention just within three days in Christ. He prayed to the level that he already started to see visions within three days. He saw the vision that Ananias was coming to lay hands on him so that he would receive his sight. That's why in our text that we read, the Bible says, For behold, he prayed and has seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him that he might receive his sight. So what God was going to send Ananias to come and do, Saul of Tarsus, while praying, already saw in a vision. Within three days of being in Christ, he was already walking in revelation. May somebody listening to me enter into revelations from now in the name of Jesus. He prayed until something happened. He tarried in God's presence until God attended to him. May we all receive the grace so received such that we could pray for long without being tired in the mighty name of Jesus. Do you know, do you know Saul was praying and did not eat anything for three days? Not because there was a planned fasting. He didn't plan to fast. He didn't tell himself he was going to fast. If you read that passage very well, the Bible just said he didn't eat. He was praying and he was so engrossed in the prayer that he was praying such that eating became more like a distraction to him. Praise the Lord. So it wasn't that he, he planned to fast or that he, he, he deliberately fasted. Because of what had happened to him, he got to Damascus and resumed praying, having met the Lord. And he tarried in the place of prayer for three days without eating anything. He didn't eat until Ananias had come to lay his hands on him and his eyes were open. Whatever encounter you and I need to have, such that tiring in the place of prayer becomes easy. May we, may we all have that encounter from today in the mighty name of Jesus. 
Ananias knew who Saul was in the past. And he was reluctant to go as the Lord was telling him to go. In Acts 9 verse 13, Ananias told God, let's read what he, he said to God. Then Ananias answered, answered, Lord, I have heard by many of this man how much evil he had done to the saints at Jerusalem. Ananias was saying, I have heard about this man from different people. The testimonies I've heard about him is terrible. How come you are sending in me to the house of such a man? But unknown to Ananias, God had met him. He has said, save his soul. And the record of sin against him had been blotted out. The man, son of Tarsus, now has the authority, the right to stand in the presence of God and pray. And he was praying and God was answering. In, 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 in verse 15 of Acts 9, see what God said to Ananias. But the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel, vessel unto me, to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. I pray for somebody listening to me. May you become a chosen vessel unto God in the mighty name of Jesus. I say may God choose you as a special tool in his hand in the mighty name of Jesus. So Ananias went and did the assignment God gave him to do concerning Saul. We can read that in Acts 9, Acts 9 verse 17 to 19. And Ananias went his way and entered into the house. And putting his hands on him, said, Brother Saul, he's not a brother, a brother in the Lord. Brother Saul, the Lord, even Jesus, that appeared unto thee in the way as thou camest, had sent me, that thou mightest receive thy sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. And immediately there fell from his eyes, as it had been scarce. And he received his sight for wit, and arose, and was baptized. And when he had received meat, he was strengthened. Then Saul was certain days with the disciples which were at Damascus. I pray for somebody listening to me. The same way these scales that were covering the eyes of Saul fell. Every scale covering your eyes falls down this hour in the name of Jesus. Brethren, we can learn from the story of the soul of the, the man soul of Tarsus that new converts can come to Christ and overtake those who have been in Christ in the school of spiritual growth, in the school of power and impact. It is possible for somebody to be newly saved and is already working in a realm that many of us who have been saved for a long time have not entered into. I hope this will stand as a challenge to somebody. The reason is because those who give themselves totally to seeking God, they always find God. In Jeremiah 29 verse 13, the Bible says, And ye shall seek me and find me, when ye search for me with all your heart. If you are a seeker of God, 
wholeheartedly. From the bottom of your heart, you are sure to find God. May you find God in the name of Jesus. Paul was serving the devil with all his heart before his encounter with Jesus. And he brought that attitude of commitment, of drive, of passion, pursuing the vision the devil gave him. He brought that same attitude into his Christian race immediately. He sought the Lord with all his heart and found him. Within three days of being in Christ, he sought the Lord to the level that he began to walk in vision and, the, uh, and was already a carrier of the Holy Ghost. From the moment he was baptized in the Holy Ghost, he started to press further. Relentlessly in Christ, he was pressing further. And he began to have, di to have diverse encounters. He became the notable apostle, apostle Paul, we all know. A man of prayer and impact. I want us to read Romans 1 verse 9 to 11. Romans 9 verse, verse 9 to 11. For God is my witness. Apostle Paul speaking here. says, For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his Son, that without ceasing, if you are the owner of your Bible, you can underline that place. Without ceasing, I make mention of you always in my prayers. Apostle Paul wasn't just praying for himself personally. He was an effective intercessor. He was writing to the church in Romans. He was telling them, I make mention of you in my prayers. Always making requests. If by any means now at length, I might have a prosperous journey by the will of God to come unto you. For I long to see you that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift to the end they may be established. He, he, he was so rooted in Christ that he was imparting others to be established in Christ. Every child of God who has given his life to Christ must press forward to the level that you will be able to help others stand in Christ like Paul became. Praise the Lord. You may not become an apostle, but you can become an agent of revival to others. Don't forget what, what Jesus told Peter. He said, when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. If you, are, if, if you have not become a man or woman who can be in the position to strengthen others, you still have a lot to do. And I pray the Lord will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. It was taught. He taught us. Apostle Paul he even taught us about the importance of praying the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Apostle Paul, it wasn't just, just, just imparting others. He even taught us about the importance of praying in the Holy Ghost. If you read 1 Corinthians 14, verse 14 to 15, he said, For I pray, for if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth. But my understanding is unfruitful. What is it then? I will pray with the spirit. And I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing in the spirit. And I will sing with the understanding also. 
if you pay serious attention to this scripture you realize that apostle paul was giving himself to pray in the spirit regularly he was not just praying in spirit he was worshiping god in the spirit that's why i say i will sing with the spirit and i will sing with the understanding also if you read first corinthians 14 verse 18 he said i thank my god i speak with tongues more than ye all meaning that apostle paul was praying in the holy ghost more often than every one of them so he was such a hard-working person dwelling in god's presence may you and i become such a personality in the mighty name of jesus paul wasn't one of the disciples of jesus when jesus was physically in the world he only had spiritual encounter with Jesus after Jesus had left. He prayed so much to know more about Christ to the extent that there are 13 books of the Bible as ascribed to him. Which is which which goes to show to show us that he dwells so much in God's presence in prayer to the level that he had more revelational knowledge than every other disciple. Praise the Lord. It was not at the upper room when the Holy Ghost descended on the disciples. Yet, it was the one who wrote most, most of the things we know in the scriptures about the Holy Ghost. If you read the whole of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, there are a lot of things he said about the Holy Ghost there. Let's read 1 Corinthians 12 verse 1 first. He said, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I will not have you ignorant. Apostle Paul was telling the church that concerning spiritual gifts, I will not allow you to be ignorant. I will be the solution to your ignorance. I will expose you to the mysteries of the Holy Ghost. If you go ahead and read verse 4 to 7 of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, he said there, he said, now there are a diversity of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are differences of administration, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. But the manifestation in the, of, of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with her. He was trying to tell the church in Corinth the reasons why we are filled with the Holy Ghost. He concluded in that place that the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man for the purpose of profiting. Meaning that he so much understood the ministry of the Holy Spirit as the agency of Christ to bring profit. Meaning that every carrier of the Holy Spirit must bring profit to the kingdom. May the Lord help us in the mighty name of Jesus. In, in verse 8 to 11 of, of, of 1 Corinthians 12, he told us about the nine gift of the Holy Spirit. And from that place, we can gain insight that he himself manifested the nine gifts. Let's read, let's read 1 Corinthians 12, verse 8 to 11. For to one is given the spirit of the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same spirit, to another faith by the same spirit, to another the gift of healing by the same spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, 
to another discerning of spirits, and to, to another diverse kind of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But all these worketh that one and the self same spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. He explained the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. And he was saying that the same spirit is giving the gift to everyone as he will. Meaning that, yes, the Spirit of God is the giver of the gifts. But it is as every one of us will. Meaning that if we cultivate the habit of expressing our willingness to possess every of the gifts of the Holy Ghost available in the place of prayer, we will have them. Paul was trying to say, to, to, to make us understand that he, he, he has the willingness to possess all of those spirits. That is why he possessed them. All of those gifts. That's why he possessed them. No wonder he told us in verse 31 of 1 Corinthians 12, he, he said, But covet earnestly the best gifts, and yet show I unto you a more excellent way. He concluded that chapter. He, 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 he said, we need to covet. We need to covet earnestly the best gifts. If you covet something, you will be showing unquenchable willingness to have it. And such willingness is best expressed in the place of prayer. So, Apostle Paul prayed a God all the gifts. May you and I pray and get all the gifts of the Holy Spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. God wrought special miracles by the hand of Paul. We can read this in Acts 19, verse 11 to 12. And God wrought special miracles by the hand of Paul, so that from his body were brought unto the sea, handkerchiefs of apron, and the diseases departed from them, and the evil spirit went out of them. This man became a medium of special miracles by his hand. God performs special miracles. Every man who that touch his body, if taken to anywhere where the devil is reigning, the devil checks out immediately. May you and I enter into this realm in the mighty name of Jesus. You know, despite having seen God use him to do special miracles, he didn't relent in prayers. He was still pressing for more. He was still pressing for more. He was still believing God for more. That's why he said in Philippians 3 verse 13 to 14, Brethren, I can't not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press towards the mark for the price of the high calling of God in Christ. Apostle Paul has seen God use him for special miracles. Apostle Paul has seen quite a lot of wonders God has done through him. But he said, I consider myself not to have apprehended. Meaning, meaning that I am not looking at myself as somebody who has arrived. I forget those things 
that has happened in the past. I press forward. There is more I can get in Christ. There is more I can get in Christ. There are more territories I can conquer for Jesus. There are more souls I can win for him. So he was still pressing further. And the best place to press further on any matter is the place of prayer. May we receive the grace to press forward without being tired in the mighty name of Jesus. He has seen God use him for many things. He still prayed in Philippians 3 verse 10. He said that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. If that is the prayer point of somebody listening to me, receive your answers now in the mighty name of Jesus. That I may know him and the, pray, and the power of his resurrection. He's still praying that kind of prayer even though he was already a miracle worker. Many of us have not started, started at all, but we are already relenting. Many of us have not seen God use us for special miracles God had used Paul for, yet we are not pressing for that. Many people, after one small breakthrough, stop praying because of complacency. This is because their physical needs appears more important to them than their spiritual needs. And that is something very dangerous that we Christians need to watch. If our prayers are driven by our physical needs only, then we are not seeking God. We are only seeking His hand. Praise the Lord. This is why the more physically successful some people become, the less spiritual they become. For some people, once things begin to work well for them physically, they become less spiritual. Because they think the reason why people need to pray, the reason why people need to, to, to seek God is because they have problems. This is wrong. This is wrong. This is why when some people start to enjoy breakthrough, they become more and more prayerless. They begin to use the breakthroughs God has given them as the excuse to be complacent. I want to tell us that according to Third John 1 verse 2, God desired that we prosper all around. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thou prosperest. Meaning that God expects us to prosper in our careers, in our businesses, in whatever we do but at the same time not becoming poor spiritually he wants us to be worthy spiritually he wants our our spiritual state of earth to be sound it is the will of god that we enjoy all around prosperity and we must understand that we need spiritual prosperity to sustain physical prosperity anyone prospering physically and is neglecting the need for spiritual prosperity is living in danger. We must therefore become tireless in the place of prayer like Paul was. May the Lord launch us into spiritual wealth in the mighty name of Jesus. May the Lord launch us into the realm of mysteries in the mighty name of Jesus. May the Lord equip our spiritual arsenal in the mighty name of jesus i want you to just lift up your voice and begin to ask the lord this evening 
to help you to help your prayer life to help you to tarry in his presence father lord i ask that you help me to tarry in your presence help my prayer life in the mighty name of jesus refire my prayer altar ignite my prayer altar in the mighty name of jesus i want more of you i want more of you jesus the more i know you the more i want to know you jesus more of you more of you more of you jesus more of you Jesus I want more of you I don't know enough I have not had enough encounters I haven't started at all help me lord I want more of you more of you more of you more of you more rivers of living waters I want more of you limo zebro ligeruan de bozubra lia karaboza kata e pero nemo zubra ila glate kuria limo zekuria maleguria leprando zekalagaeba runia moza whatsoever happened to Paul that made him a tireless seeker of, seeker of you may that happen to me also in the mighty name of Jesus every encounter that Paul had that made him to seek you tirelessly may I have it in the mighty name of Jesus may that be the experience of everyone listening to me in the name of Jesus Lemo Caporia Lebrando Zakata Lekeron Diaposa Coria Liama Rabo Zakata Ilaguria Leparose Curia Lengebo Zanaya Galaba In Jesus mighty name we are praying in Psalm 42 verse 1 and 2 the psalmist said, As the heart panted after the water brooks, so my soul panted after thee. O God, my soul tasted for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before my God? I want to lift up your voice and say, Father, give me a heart that pants after you. In the mighty name of Jesus, give me the heart that pants after you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Makata kaparaba ekeporia lemo sandaya. Malige rosia paraburia lino sande kuria la paraka. La braza igana baragaya maragura la parose eligare andosa ando prulika roambosa kata elaga egalia paragua de posene buria lia manege zana ibra zakuria lepara elaguata liga raparonde prulia kata malika toke puria limo sanda malaguaria posombro ligeruania mosa kata in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Brethren, I believe God for a time of revival. A time that will come, or that has even come, that when we begin to pray, even in our respective houses, we will 
we will not know we have prayed for hours. Pray, the prayer will become so enjoyable. We'll be caught up into revelations with God. We'll be caught up into strange encounters. And we will forget whatever is happening around us. May this be the experience of someone in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, in Galatians 2, Galatians 2 verse 2, the Bible says, And I went up by revelation and communicated unto them that gospel which I preach among the Gentiles, but privately to them which have reputation, lest by any means I should run or had run in vain. I went up by revelation. I wanted to lift up your voice and say, Father, Promote me in the school of the spirit by revelation. In the mighty name of Jesus. Promote me in the school of the spirit by revelation. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. You are going to lift up your voice and say, My Father, my Father, revive my prayer altar. In the mighty name of Jesus, let your fire of revival fall upon my prayer altar. In the name of Jesus, let your fire of revival fall upon my prayer altar. In the name of Jesus, Maligeria Paraburia, Lika Zagaosia Kata, Mande Geruka, Eliga Robo Zebra, Lia Kata Yagaraba, Magae Barabari Haro and the Bosa. Meleguria le parando bo zebra liakata. Majagata yagalabalabarabaraka o brandia cora boza lia. Meliga ropo ribra liano sandayagalaba. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we, we are praying. Apostle Paul said that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. I want to lift up your voice and say, Father, it is my desire that I may know you and the power of your resurrection. As I tarry your presence, reveal yourself more and more to me in the name of Jesus. Reveal yourself to me more and more. More and more, more and more. I want more of you. I am not tired of you. I consider myself not to have apprehended. I consider myself as nothing. I consider myself not to have arrived. I consider myself not to know anything yet. Reveal yourself to me and the power of your resurrection. I want I want to know more of you. I want to know your power of resurrection. Experientially, Maria Caparo se poca la cata. Ila guapa rabara 
kaparia paronde bozalia lekuta liga liro bozia parunia boza lembra bwakara baria katayagalaba lagayagalaba rabaragayaga boria le paronde bozia lia in the mighty name of jesus in jesus mighty name we are praying brethren we cannot deceive ourselves the reason why we pray for a few minutes and we are already tired is because our prayer altar needs the revival fire to fall upon it. You are going to lift up your voice once again and say, Father, ignite my altar of prayer with your unquenchable fire in the mighty name of Jesus. Ignite my altar of fire with your unquenchable fire in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, ignite my altar of fire of prayer with your unquenchable fire. Makepo kaligeria po sandaya. Ebro liga rapa o kaliko sebro liboria marabu aliakata. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, ignite my altar of prayer with your unquenchable fire. In the mighty name of Jesus. Magia boros de puria liga da bora baria kalabo sekiti. Elia garuan de po seko. Kalia Maragabosa, Elia Maragaya Galabaria, Barabos, Sembrulia Kata. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Brethren, there is a realm I believe God for that I can take us to. And as we press in the place of prayer, I believe God would get there. That realm is the realm where. As carriers of God's presence, if we enter into any territory and the devil has been occupying that place, he takes his leave, even without having to open our mouth to pray. We can carry God's presence to the level that wherever we stay, the devil cannot stay there. I want to lift up your voice and say, Father, Help me to tarry your presence and help me to carry your presence everywhere I go. In the mighty name of Jesus, help me to tarry your presence. Help me to carry your presence to wherever I go. In the mighty name of Jesus, help me, Lord, to tarry your presence. Help me to carry your presence to wherever I go. Magia taka paribo sandaya. Malige rua posa numoria bariakata laga paraga eparuzia limo sonde buria liakata eliga rabosia bariano zoprokia parakata magaya poraga libra zuza lege rua poriandoza liamasakata. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Brethren, the supernatural is superior to the natural. There's a man of God called John Lake. A virus. I'm telling us this so that the, the fear of the virus in the world will jump out of us. A man called John Lake, they placed a virus on his body. They placed samples of virus on his body, virus that was killing people, like coronavirus. And as those virus touched his body, they were looking at it under my microscope, they died immediately. If we get to that, that realm of dwelling in the supernatural, if we pray such that we become carriers of God's presence, 
we have no reason to fear any virus because no virus will survive where we are and that will become become somebody's experience in the mighty name of jesus lift up your voice and say father grant me promotion in the school of power grant me promotion in the school of prayer grant me promotion in the school of intercession begin to ask the lord as you as you desire i don't know where you desire promotion Magaporia, Lekosa, Lagapori, Bose, Proligaria, Novoria, Paracata, Malika Dose, Eproliga, Ruambosa, Apostle Paul, so she received promotion. That when a, a serpent fasting itself unto him, he shook that serpent away into fire. If we receive that promotion, there is nothing clinging to people that can cling to you. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lipo Kelly, Caporia, Baragualia, Posecity, Malige Robo Zika, Lacapoca, Laboria, Mosembrolia, Cata. Thank you, Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you. King of glory, we worship you. Lord, we thank you because you are seeing the prayer answering God. We thank you for your word you have sent to us today. Behold, a prayer. Apostle Paul prayed, Father grant us the grace to pray in the name of Jesus. Every time we pray, let the heaven of answer prayers open unto us in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, the grace to see impactful and mighty results as we pray, release upon everyone listening to me in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' glorious and mighty name, we are prayed. Amen and amen. Thank you for following. I will come again to you next Wednesday with another topic on the subject of prayer. God bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.